0: Anytime he spilled something or I spilled something, (laughs) he would, from the other room, just go, my cabbages.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Nerd on. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Nerd on the podcast you didn't need but deserve. We're all levels of nerd are welcome. Mm -hmm. Water, earth, fire, air. Long ago, the four nations lived together in harmony. Then, everything changed when the Fire Nation attacked. Only the Avatar, master of all four elements, could stop them. But when the world needed him most, he vanished. And today, today, Today? we're going to dive into the Peabody and Primetime Emmy Award-winning animated series, that's right, Avatar, the Last Airbender.
0: Now I want to do a Captain Planet episode after you say that.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> With our powers combined. Our powers combined. Um. Uh, but before we dang. get into that, I am one of your hosts, Ali. My name is Tom. Also, you're welcome,
2: Josh. <laughs> I'm Corey. You're welcome, Josh. And I'm Josh. You're welcome, Josh. No. And why <laughs> we, episode saying, thank you. Are we is... saying
1: welcome? <laughs> <laughs> and this name. episode welcome, is Josh
2: brought Edward. to you in part by the members of the Nerdon Nation that is powered by Patreon.
0: Patreon.
2: As, As a kidding. member of the Nerdon Nation, you do get fun perks like you get early access to these episodes, you get bonus episodes that nobody else hears. Uh, you get early access to merch, you get uh, discounts on merch. You get access to channels on our Discord. Uh, server that are only for you to talk directly to us and to other members of the Nerdon Nation. Uh, you also get what we call the Nerdon Nudge for our other weekly show, the Nerdon Update. Um, there's lots of fun perks with the Nerdon Nation, and um, we can't express our gratitude for the nation enough because the nation helps us to grow and to be the best that we can be to continue creating more content. It's fun times. Uh, so check that out, nerdon.tv. Backslash Patreon and also check out that Discord, nerdon.tv backslash uh, discord. And that Discord though. That 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 <laughs> Discord though. Um Dee Day Also, check out uh, our partners, uh, Apogee and Odyssey. Apogee have equipped us with these microphones, the hype mic. Uh, it's a wonderful microphone, and I can't suggest it enough. I know that I say that every single week, but I really do mean it because it's incredibly versatile and you can you can Put it on your PC, put it on your Mac. You can take it on the go. Um, you can do all sorts of fun stuff with it. And we heavily rely on it pretty much with all of our content, whether it is these episodes or whether it is our streaming content. Um, yeah, we, we use them a lot. And so I, I highly suggest it to anybody. And also a huge shout out to Odyssey. Uh, we are wearing their LCD ones. They are open back meaning you're not like stuck in a cave that is headphones and you can Vacuum. actually hear a little bit more and your ears don't feel closed up and prisoners mm-hmm. Uh and it allows the sound to
0: spread. I can wiggle my ears inside of these.
2: Yeah? i just, just trying yeah. to
3: throw that out there. Nice. If your ears were, were a eating space. steaks, you got to butter yeah. and base
2: them. Yeah. Yeah. And I got big ears. <laughs> plenty of space. You and me both. I've got an earring. I've got an industrial uh and it it doesn't hurt with these. Mm. It's it's wonderful. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I get freaky with my ears, and it does.
0: Wow.
3: So I need to make sure that they're safe all the time. Tom has an ear fetish. On.
0: Anyway,
2: <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Do check the them out, Apogee and Odyssey. Um, but yeah, that is the housekeeping, and let let us get on with the episode. And I I do need to say one thing uh, before we do. This episode has been pretty much. No, it, it's been the number one requested episode for Nerd On. Uh, from the audience, from internal. Um, it has been, yeah, it's it's been on the purview for a very long time. And yeah. oh, yes. the thing to understand is that TV series are, uh, they're hard I'll sometimes.
0: Say, notoriously difficult. They're I'll notoriously
2: difficult because they take yeah. longer because we don't want to just binge something. And then come to the table and talk about something haphazardly. We want to have a discussion and understand it. Comment. And so we can take I, more can time. Can I add real quick? Yeah.
3: To talk about it, look, everyone, what you're finding out right now is that even though something as, like, huge and worldwide phenomena as, like, Avatar, people have not watched it yet. And so, like, when we have, Me. when we think about, like, a topic... Like, sometimes we're like, okay, well, we got to have the rest of the team, you know, get up to speed on, like, what the thing is and why is it so important. So, like, you know, Witcher or, like, The Boys and all these other, like, wonderful things Our shows that are long and you want, you know, someone to talk about it in a way that, you know, honors what you love. And we want to give you the best show that we can give you. So, like, it does take some time because you know what? (laughs) That Dragon Ball Z episode is coming. Maybe seven years from now, but it's coming. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But, like, so, yeah. Yeah, everyone start
0: watching it now.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Just want to throw that out there. Um, It's it's a a great privilege to be able to talk about this show, at least this part of the show, because technically the Avatar saga continues.
0: Mm -hmm. I only Um, learned that. Tom, I'm Recently. already having PTSD from our Dragon Ball episode now that you've mentioned it. I'm already having like the stress of questions that are going to oh. cut, like the amount, the sheer amount. Like you're going to ask me. You're going to go, you're going to look at me during this episode, the Dragon Ball episode and go, why? Who is your favorite character and why is it Piccolo? And <laughs> it's going to cut
3: deep. Why does no one love Poir as much? Who's Poir? Oh my goodness. Um, Oolong. Anyway, back to the topic.
2: Yes. Uh, Avatar, the last airbender. And because Um, uh, yeah, Tom, take it away. No, 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 yeah, we
3: we we got a big show. There's three seasons. We're covering it all, baby. Um, Before we get into the huge spoilers of it, we're going to do our first few segments, which are spoiler free. Uh, So first off, we're going to because I guess this first series is done. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we are going to rate it, complete it. it. Yeah. At the end of this episode, so that brings us to our first segment, which is
0: guess guess guess. he can bend anything but a car. <laughs> <laughs> he you know, can the bend end, your mind. The, the, end, the ending theme was just so gangster. Yeah.
3: I, I was like, oh my God. I, I'm ready to go to war. Let's watch the next episode. Yeah. Uh, so if you're brand spanking new to guest, uh, to Nerd On, welcome. Uh, but Guest That Grump is a segment of our show where we are going to uh, go around the digital green screens, the rooms, the green rooms, wherever the, the screens that digital we got. The green room.
0: The green room. I mean, I have a this, green screen.
3: He does have a green um. screen. <laughs> If you're not if you're watching, watching it on YouTube, which <laughs> you should be. Um, and we're gonna guess who is gonna have the lowest score from zero out of five. No matter how high the number is, which typically shows and things that we 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 cover have that caliber. Um, the lowest one will be the grump for the week. Since I always change that up, I will let Ali go first.
1: <laughs> um, who will be the go... grump?
0: Who will have the lowest?
3: This is a week?
1: tough one. It is. This I mean, is I have mine, but
0: line. it's not a. I don't have good reasoning behind it.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna go with Tom. Okay. Wow. My
3: favorite line from the early 2000s Punisher: <laughs> "You won, some bitch. Bring a nap to it,
1: <laughs> Tom." <laughs> we, as we learned, it's a relative game.
3: Um, I am yeah. going to say Corey. Wow. Okay. It's gonna be that Spider-Man meme Josh. while we're pointing at each other.
2: Uh, I am. Uh, this this really is a hard one to guess, but because I have to, I'm going to guess Corey.
0: Oh, wow. baby, baby! Uh, and here's my reason. This is a tough one. Like everyone has said so far, I'm gonna choose Josh only because this is your first go round, and mm. I have no indication of what you might feel. about Okay. This show. Mm. I do. And um, I know a little bit about how Tom and Ali feel already. You're my... <laughs> oh well, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Let's see what <laughs> happens. Um, um and yeah. so
3: what? What are extra added bonus part of the guesser like grump segment can we talk about, Corey?
0: Well, if you're a part of the nerd on nation, you can become a guesser grumper, guesser grass-fed gator, gluten-free, um, gestop- Gestapo guesser grumper, gravity guess. bender. Yeah, gravity bender <laughs> oh, uh <hell> yeah. <laughs> uh guesser. And what that means is you get to participate in a poll on our Patreon to guess who you think will be the grump of the episode. And guess what? If you get it right, you get that shout out on the episode. Um and unanimously the, the nerd on nation has spoken. Unanimously. <laughs> unanimously. Vote is Ali. Ali. Oh, okay. And um I think I understand the reasoning yeah, I think I do but too. they don't know the conversations behind closed doors. so
3: yeah. and, and and I'm gonna give a quick shout out to Mora who commented and said, well, we all know who isn't. And I was gonna say, so everyone, just a little bit backstory because this is you know, now we're gonna talk a little bit about that because it's gonna be complete spoiler of it. but go ahead, well, what's the order first?
0: So the order will be uh all three of you fighting for first, and then me. Okay. We're going to go I'm last. Ollie, I'll just put it that me, way. Tom. I'm last. The rest is up to you guys.
3: Um. So now this is going to be a complete spoiler. We're going to do our initial reactions and first impressions. And I'm going to go first. Because first of all, real quick. So uh, we were talking about like, who's going to open it up. And Josh was like, Tom, maybe you should open it up because you're the one that suggested it. The, f- the reality is Ollie has been pit- campaigning for this show to be an episode yeah. for a very long time. The reality is he pitched it. And for and and like we said at the top, like when we have maybe more than 30 episodes to cover for one episode, it just takes a long time. Um, and so we you know, we had to cover comic books and movies and other things. So it's just like, how are we going to fit that dedication of time into it? So um, I was really excited that like, I kind of put my foot down. I was like, all right, put it on the schedule. And Ollie wasn't there for that day, but I was like, Ollie, mm-hmm. you're going to like the schedule. And then he was like,
1: I yeah. I looked and I was like,
3: yeah. <laughs> um, But that being said, uh, when Morris says, well, we all know who isn't, I'm like, yeah, it's not it's not gonna be all <laughs> we I tell you what, baby. Um, but um so initial reactions. Um first Can of I all, go? I this came out like while I was in high school. And I was kind of like I talked about cartoons and growing up, and like a girl literally dumped me because I was still watching cartoons. And I was like, relax, get over yourself. But anyways, um and here I am now, still talking about cartoons and still single. <laughs> anyway, so um <laughs> It's not sad at all. Uh, so He starts to uh, cry. I, I watched the show, and it was enjoyable. I w- it was like one of those shows I came home, and I watched it, and I was like, cool. And then when it ended, I was like, wow, that was a good show. It never really dawned on me how well put together it was um, until later on re-watching it. And I remember when like the DVD sets came out, and then Legend of Korra was coming in. I was like, let me watch the original one. I was like, wow, this is really good. This is a kid's show? This is a kid's show. And then mm-hmm. getting prepared for this episode i rewatched it twice because we were getting ready we were getting ready to like okay cool like let's start all the long form projects because when we put topics on we put them for months ahead of time so we can you know give ourselves some time to prepare it isn't like okay cool next week is avatar we don't do that so like i started watching it like in like september and then i was done before september ended i was like well shit baby and then Mm -hmm. i was like i'm gonna have a whole month just to not think about it and then so i just began, began i was like let me just watch it again out overnight and I'll just do my two episodes a night. And I still finished it. And I was like, all right, well, you know, it's not bad because, you know, some people go back to the office. Some people go back to, you know, Scrubs. I go back to Avatar. (laughs) Um, I go back to Scrubs. Yes, you do. Um, (laughs) But no, so this show. Oh, baby. This is, everyone, uh, the creators looked at Batman the Animated Series as a good rubric for good storytelling. Now this is the new generation's version of it i'd say this is like everyone could look at this as like how you tell a true joseph campbellian like hero's (laughs) journey literally um how you tell a great redemption story how you tell a great you know woman's story how you tell a great power inequality story um i would i would recommend everyone to watch it doesn't matter how old you are doesn't matter if you have kids doesn't matter if you're not really into cartoons or not really into anime it is one of the greatest, I think, stories I think told on any format in any medium to begin with, because it it knows when to take its time, and then it also knows how to have fun with itself, but also knows like how to really reward its audience and its characters more so the characters than the audience, and I think like we're gonna look back on this. 10, 20 years from now and be, like, that show. Like, as people talk about, like, you know, Transformers, as people talk about Batman, as people talk, you know, all the classics, like, this one would be it. And, like, it's crazy to think, like, how Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon have taken such huge risks. Because I say risk, even though this was a huge success, but this was, like, something that never been done before. And mm. they never told stories that were epics. And this is an epic to every form and fashion. And it takes a lot from East Asian and Southeast Asian uh, culture, Um, and it it was like, how how did this work so well? Yet we never had it before, and that's Mm -hmm. the thing where it's like, creativity and risk taking breeds phenomena, not you know, hey, look, what's the best thing that the market likes, and then recycle, rinse, put a new skin on it. You know, like obviously you can do that, and it works to some extent, but you won't get you know, when it came back to Netflix, it was number one for like a month. Like and that was a huge thing. Like, how does it beat, you know, when the office was still on Netflix? How does it beat when they're still pumping out new original shows? And it became number one, you know, during this year, 2020. Mm-hmm. So
0: uh, I love the show. Who's yeah. next? I'll go. Uh, we'll we'll bookend it. Why don't why don't Tom go first? Ali you go last. We'll bookend it with and okay. we'll we have the sandwich of Josh and I in the middle. Um, I watched it's a White this people Sandwich when it was airing. <laughs> I watched it I did not watch it when season one was airing. I hopped mm-hmm. on in season two, or book two, excuse me. Book two. Um, but I have have since watched the the entire series, uh, and I I really really enjoyed it um, uh, while it was airing, and got really into it, and had a great uh, uh, companion and a friend of mine, uh, Chris Carlin, shout out, uh, who who's the guy who introduced me to anime in the in the first uh, in the first place. He's the guy who introduced me to Kenshin Tom. I'm so sorry, mm-hmm. he was there before you. That's fine. Um, and uh I haven't really watched it since. Got really into Korra uh when that came out. Um, but I watched it in prep for this uh, episode is this the, the the basically only like the second or third time I've watched through it. Second time completely watching through it. Mm-hmm. Um so uh I got to rediscover a lot of really great moments, and their storytelling is. I don't want to say unique is the right word for it, but it really is for for uh especially for an american made uh show um it's it's an extremely uh you, I'll say it unique take on on how to tell an epic um, and it t- it mm-hmm. borrows some tropes but really makes it their own. like finding a guy in ice after a hundred years isn't that unique, but finding a guy who froze himself in ice. With his flying bison, and he is actually the like they're mixing Captain America and Fifth Element all in the same mm-hmm. type of moment there. So, yeah, uh, I really, really dug a lot of the choices that the creators and writers of this show made, um, especially in the later seasons, which we'll get into. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I really, really enjoyed the show. Nice. I recommend it. Like Tom said, doesn't matter your age, just watch it.
2: Yeah. Um, I could not agree more. Um, okay, so my my journey with Avatar—I got receipts, Josh. You have you <laughs> have receipts. Uh, I my journey receipts. with Avatar is actually this episode. Um, I was in college when it first aired, and my only experience with Avatar was, um, I was working at Hollywood Video at the time, and when it would come out, out on DVD, um, shout out to Game, obviously, Crazy. I would be stocking like the new release wall or people oh, would be renting it people. and then um there was like a i believe there was a wii game that came out at one point probably, um, probably so i knew that um but i had no experience with it and pre-nerd on i wasn't i know that this isn't a anime per se but i wasn't um i just wasn't uh attracted to media of this kind um, I think it
0: definitely invokes that style. So if you're not into anime, it's definitely a, yeah. a barrier.
2: There, there were several moments that I was like, oh, that was totally an anime moment. Um, mm-hmm. But um, so I started watching this for this episode. And this is by far one of the best television shows I have ever watched in my life.
0: Ooh, baby. Mm-hmm. Wow. It,
2: um mm-hmm. I, Josh's uh, when I started watching the, um, the first episode and the, like the first book, I was like, okay, all right, all right, this, this is cool, 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 cool. And then two and, just puts it right into his fifth gear. Like, oh, and, shit. uh, I just kept watching and I kept watching and I was texting Tom throughout the process of like, Receipts. of just like, what the, <laughs> what, what, and I finished it, um, over the past couple of days and all I could text was ta- to Tom was holy shit. Um, mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. seriously, this is the best storytelling that I have seen in a series like this or really in a series um, mm-hmm. uh, character development, world building. The animation, the I was gonna, I was gonna say, I feel like the the
3: the character is really for you too. I I I, we'll talk about it soon, but I'll I'll tell you what I thought about it. I was like, okay, "Mm, Um, mm,
2: mm, mm." the yeah, the world building, um, just and like watching a behind the scenes, like a making of documentary about it, and just seeing what care they took into, um, formulating and. Making the the different bending styles and what they're yeah. based on, and and I just I mean by the end I was just like there were a few episodes that made me cry. There were moments that I was like, mm, oh shit, oh shit." Um, it was just so it was so wonderful, and it and it does like when you're done with it, you're like, "Yeah, this is a kids' show." But not really, really, really mm-hmm. not really. Like that was a focus group. Really not really. I, I it was yeah. just, so oh, that's that's sorry. all I gotta say is one of the best television shows I've ever watched in my life. Mm-hmm. The perfect finale. I mean, like there are very oh. few shows that you can put on the list of perfect finale, and this is mm-hmm. and what a finale, perfect
1: finale. Yeah. Um, for this, I think I caught it like in its second season or something. Um, yeah. and it was like a random episode, like on air that I caught. Um, and then I just thought it was so interesting. I think it was like one of just like a random slice of life episode where they were just walking, you know, from place to place. Um, and I just, it just stuck a chord with me and like, to your point there, there's such a depth and, and grandiose to this, to this franchise, just from like the first episode because of the whole notion of like the legacy of avatars and how it's been a hundred years since the last one. So how long have they been going on for and how deep does this lore go? Um, and getting to uncover that like episode after episode and get deeper and deeper into the understanding of like the avatars and what it took to sort of save the world, so to speak, and the kind of person that it took to become the avatar. Um, Cause the plot is the setup is so, so simple, right? It's like, the avatars here and we got to save the world you can take out the fire lord that's like the whole series um and so the journey is just about the characters and about their growth and yeah it just it it hit all the right chords the the animation's fantastic the music's amazing uh the characters are hilarious and likable even when they're not supposed to be <laughs> you know uh and they're just like they're just characters that when they come on screen they just make you smile and you're like yeah yeah like Ira
0: <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> uh, um, uh, so yeah I just it's it's to echo Josh it's one of my favorite um, like if not my favorite anime series that's like out <laughs> <laughs> nice alright uh, yeah this so is a hard that... this
2: is a hard grump guesser episode yeah
1: mm-hmm.
2: sorry Very hard. <laughs> I can't,
1: I can't, I, can't veiled, I can't have too much of a veiled mystery on this episode Yeah. Uh, We'll see.
3: Um, (laughs) um, So uh, we'll move on to our next two segments, which are going to be our brief synopsis and then our production. Still spoiler-free for all those who haven't watched it yet. Yes. Uh, So go ahead, Josh.
2: So I have the brief synopsis, and this is what it says. The world is divided into four nations. The Water Tribe, the Earth Kingdom, the Fire Nation, and the Air Nomads. Each represented by a natural element for which the nation is named. Benders have the ability to control and manipulate the element from their nation. Only the Avatar is the master of all four elements. The ruthless Fire Nation wants to conquer the world, but the only Bender who has enough power, the Avatar, has disappeared. Until now. His tribe soon discovers that Aang is the long-lost Avatar. Now, Katara and Sokka must safeguard Aang on his journey to master all four elements and save the world from the Fire Nation. (laughs)
3: Okay, and then now we'll go into our production, which is I'm gonna go lightning fast, everyone. So Please. bear with me. I'm, I'm gonna go shut my lot. door real
2: quick. Don't go too uh, fast so, so people can still understand you.
3: So everyone, put it at a uh, half speed on your podcast player. No. <laughs> so uh, studios, uh, Viacom, uh, CBS, Domestic Media Networks. Uh, this is this is the the overall network that controls Showtime, BET, MTV, CMT, and Paramount. Um, and then the production company was Nickelodeon Animation Studios, who gave us such things as Rugrats, SpongeBob, and Fairly Parents. The showrunners for this is Michael Dante DiMartino, uh, who's done work on Family Guy, King of the Hill, and Mission Hill. I love Mission Hill, everyone. Oh, my God. Okay. And so Brian Konetsko, who also did work on Family Guy, worked on Invader Zim and Mission Hill. Uh, the writers for this, a lot of writers on this, so I might have missed a some. Lot. But Aaron Ijaz, uh, which uh, has worked on Ed, Futurama, The Dragon Prince. John O'Brien, who's worked on Ben 10, Motor City, Turbo Fast. Uh, Elizabeth Welch, it uh, has, uh, who, who was a staff writer for the 51 episodes of the show, uh, even though the total is 61. Uh, Tim Hedrick, who's worked on Voltron, Legendary Defender on Netflix. I recommend mm. everyone watch it. Fast and Furious, Spide Racers, which have not come out yet. Joshua Hamilton, who's worked on Johnny Test, Legend of Korra, the Green Lantern animated series, which is so good. Everyone should watch that. Uh, Mae Chan, who's worked on Phineas and Ferb, Hank, and Carmen Sandiego. Now, the cast... Um, Zach Tyler Eisen, uh, who's worked on Little Bill, Backyardigans, and The Ant Bully. May Whitman, who's work, who's going to be on yes. Invincible, uh, who's on The Owl House and uh, Young Justice. Jack DeSena, who's works is on uh, The Dragon Prince, all that, and uh, Sorry for Your Loss. Uh, Dante Basco, who's Rufio, everyone knows. Uh, but voice uh, and, and lent talent into uh, Camp Camp, Artificial, which is on Twitch, and American Dragon, Jake Long. Michaela uh, Jill Murphy, a.k.a. on the credits is Jesse Flower, uh, who lent her voice uh, to Meet the Robinsons, uh, Curious George, and The Emperor's New School. Uh, Dee Bradley Baker, who uh, you can hear voice from uh, Big Hero 6, the series, SpongeBob SquarePants, and American Dad. Mako, um, who you can hear his voice from uh, TMNT, the animated series, uh, Samurai Jack, and Dexter's Laboratory. And then Greg Baldwin, who took over from Mako's... Um, role uh for lego star wars the freemaker adventures star wars clone wars and doraemon the movie gray delisle aka gray delisle griffith um from um, uh simpsons the loud house and arkham uh the arkham games as catwoman and mark hamill um mm. we all know from batman the m8 series regular show and will be on kevin smith's masters of the universe
0: revelation oh i thought you were gonna say James silent bob strike back Well, I mean, he's he's letting (laughs) us. I thought that was going to make your list. (laughs) I just know your lists are sometimes like is is Yeah.
3: Uh, Yeah. The directors: Ah, Giancarlo Volpe, Ethan Spaulding Lauren uh, McMullen, Dave Filoni, who got literally picked from this from season one to go do Star uh, Clone Wars, and then Joaquin Dos Santos. Release date for Uh, this? Real
2: quick, shout out to voice director, friend of the show, Andrea Andrea Romano.
3: Andrea Romano mm. um, release date for this was February 21st 2005 and it ran through till July tw- uh, July 19th uh 2008 uh episode 61 seasons three or three books the runtime for each episode is 23 minutes. Uh, the budget estimated 1 million per episode. Just to give you guys a rough estimate of like what the market's like, Simpsons around this time was around 3 million per episode. Now it's a, currently at 5 million per episode. So they definitely were at a quarter of what the market standard was for high, quote unquote, production value shows. The Run Tomato score is 100% for critics and 99% for audience. There's no so, user number. So people percentage. like it? So <laughs> people fucking love this show. That's what I'm going to say. Um, and you will too. I mean, You'll real love, quick, too. sorry.
2: Real quick on like the runtime, I Hi, really Georgie. liked how Netflix because uh, that's how I watched it. Mm-hmm. I really liked how they they put the two parters into one, so it mm-hmm. was really nice to like. It actually developed my workout strategy. Nice. <laughs> I would uh, watch two episodes while doing um, cardio, and like some episodes, it was like, cool. I just got to do this episode. Get to the end. I've done my cardio. <laughs>
3: <laughs> there you go. It's <laughs> a good timer. Um, mm-hmm. But now we're gonna go into spoiler full. Uh, nation, oh, yes. baby, uh, we're gonna go dive into our favorite parts, favorite characters. Uh, we'll do our qualms, and we'll also rate it at the very end. Um, first off, I I want to talk a little bit about what Josh is talking about with the documentary. Did anyone else watch the Avatar: Spirits no. documentary? No. It's so freaking good. Um, yeah, and like, so this is pretty much like the chronicling of them looking back. Uh, Brian and uh, and uh, Michael talking about like when they met at the Rhode Island Institute of Art um mm-hmm. in like 1995 and then how they wanted to work together and then they they were like let's pitch to nickelodeon and nickelodeon's like cool like we want to hear what you got and so they had to develop the pitch deck and um michael was like really obsessed with um the idea of like these uh alaskan like port fishers uh who kept having issues yeah uh-huh. and um
1: or Arctic or,
3: or, or Antarctic. I don't know. One of the two. But it's Alastan? in you know, the cold regions. And then Brian um, created these characters. And the first character created was that they wanted to bring in was Momo. Um, and it was like a robotic monkey with an arrow on his head. <laughs> and then they had a boy. And they had a, a bipedal polar bear. Which a yeah, polar bear later that on shows up. about. Later on. Um, and then that character ended up taking the arrow. And that became Aang. Or as M. Night Shyamalan likes to say, Aang. <laughs> um, and, uh, the Jeez. polar bear ended up turning into Appa and, um, like the network executive pretty much said like, we're just trying to take an Epic, but it has to be from a kid's perspective. So either it's a creature that kids will like, or it's gotta be about a kid. And so that's where an avatar was born. And like talking about jo- talking about, like about what Josh is saying, like the work they put in, like they, like Brian Konetsko is one of the creators, but he also is the art director. And so he had to make, He was like, I really want to take from martial arts. And uh, Michael had not watched any martial arts or anything like that. And uh, Brian actually ended up taking like a martial arts class, and then taking his his sifu, his master, and saying like, Hey, I want to create this project where martial arts is like creating these things. And like that sifu Kisu uh, understood it. But the one thing that was I thought was really really cool was the guy who did TOFS martial arts. Oh, yeah. like a, you know, like, and, you know, I say this with the utmost love and compassion, like, <laughs> looks like a, like a DM Dragon Lord Master dude who owns, like, a game shop. And, like, it's got a, you know, a bigger dude yeah. with ponytail, glasses, and, you know, <laughs> he just wears, like, jeans, and he's, like, studies this, like, martial arts form, which is, like, quote, unquote, legend. It's, like, <laughs> quote, unquote, was created by blind masters. And it was oh. like it doesn't matter I, if I am you, if I can see you. It matters if yeah. I can touch you because if I can touch you, then I, I'm already there. I'm already beating you. And mm. it was cool because like the two masters were kind of just complimenting each other. And Kisu was saying, "Is like, yeah, he looks like a pastor, a youth pastor, but he's actually one of the greatest martial arts on the world in the world." And I was like, "That's freaking wild." And so like Brian Knesco during like in Nickelodeon, they were having like martial arts seminars for each episode, and they would do three mm. seminars per episode. And it was just, like, that kind of stuff, which is, like, really, really cool. And um, just to kind of also talk about, like, is it an anime? Is it an animated thing for kids? Like, the two creators went to Korea to have, like, that – to have an artist there make the art designs and stuff like that. So, again, they don't call it an anime. So, I'm going to go by the creators and say, like, Mm -hmm. they're, like – we take a lot from the – what? They say anime – the anime world. Um, and uh they, they took a lot of cues and hints from that. They're like, okay, we can yeah. take from that and make it our own thing.
0: It's an evocation of it.
3: Yeah. And so it was just like the documentary is only 30 minutes long. It's on YouTube, it's free. Avatar yeah. series. Check it out for sure. I recommend everyone go and watch that. Um, yeah. but that's 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 all I got in terms of like, oh, I do have one funny story, by the way. So before we got started, Ollie started to show off his uh his collection of, of Blu-ray DVDs, and um I bought uh book one um for a a white elephant what that was it called for, for christmas white yeah. elephant mm-hmm. it was the most moved around item like or oh, the I most bet. contentious item that everyone was like oh my god and like yeah. one guy he's my one of my close friends fucking threw a fit when he got his shit stolen oh, <laughs> and no. I was like <laughs> I was like guys it's, it was it was kind of just cool to see like just even with among adults with fucking kids, they were still like, dude, give me that shit now. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I would yeah. say,
0: especially with kids. Yeah. Uh, so, you would want that shit.
3: In my mind, I was all, gonna, like, take it, g- give it, give it to Wholesome them. Escape.
0: <laughs> Wholesome escape. Yeah. Wholesome escape. When you've been watching your kids all day and you're like, I need like 30 minutes to just unwind. Avatar. But also, what can I watch with my kids? Avatar.
3: Well, I mean, so the cool thing it. as well is that the Nickelodeon executive was saying, like, bending elements was the most like the most logical but fantastic way to show fighting without violence mm. Um, because the show is mm. a kid show and so like yeah. how do you get away with certain things like other than cutaways right and so you show like the winds bending and it's like oh my gosh you know what that looks like you could throw a yeah. rock at somebody but you know seeing someone getting impaled by spikes is like okay you know the implications so it's mm. it, it's just interesting to see that documentary and like how like the mindset behind it and all that stuff it's it's really, really, really cool. Um,
0: but enough of me. Favorite parts, everybody. Um, um I mean, just a quick blanket shout out is anytime Aang enters the Avatar state, oh, yeah. I get pumped. Oh, yeah. I get like oh, yeah. super pumped. Um, I mean, you get to see it right away uh when he encapsulates in- them in ice. But uh it's just I love seeing a hero who I, I don't i mean trouble is a, is a iffy word but I'm going to say it for the lack of a better one right now who kind of has trouble containing their emotions cuz usually mm-hmm. these heroes you see in these types of you know prophet type films are always like they always get to this state of like stoicism that uh I mean even and Luke Skywalker think of Luke Skywalker at the beginning of Return of the Jedi when he's in Jabba's palace right mm-hmm. super stoic he's made it mm-hmm. um but I love the fact that you have this character whose emotions do the opposite. They help instead. Um, and I think that's pretty bad. Yeah, it's
1: interesting. Cause like he doesn't have the luxury of waiting for adulthood, you know. Yeah. So it's like, you gotta be the avatar now. In you gotta a get year. your shit together now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um so I, 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 anytime that that shit takes off, I'm like, here we go. Um and so I remember when Josh was starting to
3: watch it, and he was like, Okay, I like it. And I was like, Josh, this is like everyone listening right now. I love Josh, right? <laughs> But I'm gonna be honest, Josh. You pacifist sometimes,
2: and Aang a, is a, pu- a what? A pacifist? Oh, I'm definitely a pacifist.
3: And yeah. uh, like Aang, I love the character Aang because he is a pacifist, and I'm not yeah. used to those kind of characters. I'm used to. Inuyasha, uh, a, a bit cloud, a tie from, you know, an Ash Ketchum, like, you who, Show. You, like <laughs> Yeah, Yusuke from you Hakusho. Yeah. Like, guys who are like, Everyone I'm gonna kick your ass. <laughs> you fucked up. And then, like, but Aang's like, but guys, I, I just want to have fun. Let's do these things I and mean, we don't have to fight. Well, I I'm I mean, the most powerful being on the planet, but I don't want to fight. I'm
2: actually going to speak to that point because it is one of my favorite moments and it, it's more of like a series of moments and it's it's kind of the, the final struggle of Aang of like, Everybody's pushing that the only way to win this is destruction. You have to destroy this person. Take a life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and he's like, I just, I, I can't, I can't do that. And even in the, even in the, the avatar state, the this like destructive state where he's, I mean, he's in the sphere of like (laughs) all of these things, (laughs) uh, all of the elements, and then like learning that there's another form of bending and like energy bending and like. (sighs) just mm-hmm. that woo, the only one it we learned spoke about so much because i'm just mm-hmm. like I, I i believe that too i do believe that there there are ways to um end conflict without destruction and all that kind of stuff and so seeing this play out like that and the way that it happened it was just like
0: yeah
2: Uh, in the moment like when and especially like the Cause I'm, I'm, I'm way into the energy thing. I think it's really cool. And like when he, oh, that moment, woo woo. Yeah. When he <laughs> is like, I, I don't know what to call it, but he's, he's just, he's got his hand on Ozai's forehead and he's bending his energy, but he's almost being taken over. Mm-hmm. And when it like, mm-hmm. it starts to get to his eye and it's like the <laughs> last gasp and it's just like, boom, it was so cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so- it, it, it's
3: it's a, it's a wonderful video game moment where like okay cool mm-hmm. I beat the boss and even then here is the final climactic story moment for the character to be like you're in order to purify someone's energy you must yourself be an unbendable energy and it's yeah. like this really cool like idea of will where it doesn't come to strength it comes to does my idea of peace is it more powerful than your conviction to destroy and it's it's done visually um, in that sense and uh it's 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 a very like one of my favorite things of the show is there is a sound and it sounds just like Dragon Heart where it's like like when once once the good thing has happened, you're like, oh my God, like it's the same sound cue that when that happens, Josh, it's the same like sound cue up. when Zuko introduced Aang to the to the world like it's the same sound cue and it's like that's the sound that will like invoke me to go. <laughs> like wanting to like choke up and cry just a little bit cuz it's like a really healing feeling of like holy shit like we are not lost as human beings we are we yeah. there is always a chance for us to find your way you know like
1: it's Well to me that's sort of what that last sort of scene and fight was about more cuz I mean I don't know about you guys but during that whole final scene like I never got I always got the you know impression that Ang or Ang see I now you got me saying it weird okay i'm not uh would be is i'm not yeah is uh i knew he would have no problem beating like the fire lord like i kind of he felt like this overwhelming force in the avatar state so it was more about like the how? thing that i was kind of on the edge of my seat about was are you gonna go through with it are you gonna kill him in that moment or is that
0: it wasn't know? an if it was a how
1: right yeah so that that's what i really enjoyed about that because i mean the fight was amazing you know one of the best fights like in in animated fights or whatever. Um, But it it really comes down to that moment, and it's such a satisfying payoff at the end. Um, Especially, like, the whole journey. Let's
3: talk about that fight real quick, because it's such a really well-story telegraphed fight, because it has these two characters fighting on these pillars, so you feel like, obviously, there's this elevation of stakes. um, But also, like, Ozai is at this point where, like, we've seen firebending, like be kind of created through kinetic energy. So you have to move in order to create the flame. And there's Mm -hmm. a moment where he literally just creates a fireball in his hand without moving. And it's just like, holy shit, we're on unprecedented territory here. Mm -hmm. Um, And there, to that point is, I love what the fights do for this show because not only is there emotional stakes, but people don't always win. And that's the thing that I fucking hate when, like, like, in so many things, like, well, you've never lost, so there's no point for me even giving a shit if you lost this time because (laughs) that means you're not, like, there's so many times, like, Aang getting struck by lightning and Katara not being able to have water with her, like, they they do a time gap in, in there, and then so, in this moment, you're just like, Aang will probably win, but also, like, we see him go up and down in the fight, where, like, he's running for his life, and he just decides to ball up again, you know, he balled up in water and he balls up in a rock. And so mm-hmm. there's like so much good storytelling just in the fight within itself. And yeah. there's not a lot of that. There's just like, oh, but look with the one shot that it's in the hallway and it looks cool. It's like, oh, I don't give a shit. <laughs> all right. Tell me a story. All right. I want to see some fucking emotion in these fights. I want to put them on their heels. But it's okay if this, you like, like that too. It's cool yeah. to <laughs> see that. But I, I'm just say, saying, I, don't, like, I don't understand what the argument is. It's don't, don't say that's the greatest fight scene you've ever seen. Oh, <laughs> like it's not. It's you, there's better it, it,
0: with less. Like I will say, even are like, you talking about Daredevil? Is that what the reference is?
3: No, just anything. I, I, oh. You hear a lot of that kind of stuff, but like there, oh. like even that was Star a specific Wars
2: reference.
0: Luke, because old boy in the
2: hallway there's, there's, is, there's the there's is the best fight There's there's Batman versus Superman. There's a lot
3: of one seen. take fight scenes. That everyone's like, oh. Anyways, like Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker's fight in Return of the Jedi is phenomenal. Like because oh, yeah. there is. Emotion behind it. There is thematics Revenge behind of the it. There. Yeah, there's precedent for it. It's not just look how
0: cool we i make it. it's like who cares? But, if I mean old boy. Yeah. Anyway, continue. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. like There's it's a lot like, of
1: emotional. It's that stuff yeah, it's behind same, that fight too. It's the same like Captain America holding Mjolnir fighting Thanos. It's like what got us to this point? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, fighting a fighting a like four year old version of Thanos. Like what got us here or whatever. <laughs> you know. There's yeah. such a legacy and breadth of events and journeys that, like, very few times does it, does it, like, crescendo in this way.
3: Any other um, favorite parts? Sorry, before I go on another tangent. Yeah, <laughs> <Favorite> I do. <laughs> uh,
0: metal bending.
2: Mm. Oh, yeah. Toph's, yeah, I was Toph's say, uh, discovery metal of metal bending.
0: bending uh, especially how they show it where from her point of view, where you can see the, like, little Crescent, points where she's like, like okay, or whatever I get it, is, it now. Yeah. Uh, that was a something I honestly I remember she could do it, but I forgot the lead up to it to metal bending. And watching that scene again now was like a very I was like super pumped when it happens. Like mm-hmm. it cuts to the shot outside and you just see this divot form on the outside. And I was like, oh, oh. Mm-hmm. um that that scene and then any metal bending from then on out is just very in the like finale, said, like it's, when she it's, creates it's very cool to watch, armor. But knowing armor, that, oh <laughs> my god, <dude. laughs> armor!
1: So that rolls into through. the room.
0: Yeah, oh my god, um, <laughs> You know, all of that. Same thing tied with the emotional weight of how it happened is is very cool. I would say Toph could beat anybody in an Agni Kai. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait. What? Sorry. In Agni Kai, like in a fight. Oh, yeah. Like she would beat anybody. I. Uh, anybody. The other thing I wrote down. I wrote metal bending slash. The tournament scene, the tournament fight between her and Aang, uh, the lead up and their fight, like her just pummeling people, just like no problem beating people. And then Aang comes around and floats around, which I thought was genius, floats around so she can't tell where he is and then is all upset. Um, yeah. I I really, really, I don't want to um, bury the lead too much, but like I really enjoyed her entire storyline.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm.
0: From her, from her issues with her parents and then, you know, believing she had been kidnapped um, to 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 swindling people in the Fire Nation and like... Well, uh, that's, that's the cool thing about scams. her character. She comes from privilege.
3: Yeah. And yet she doesn't... It's like, to me, that's like... I'm sorry I'm going to say this, but like, I feel like Disney princesses have caused a lot of issues with my generation <laughs> um, and Toph is the answer to it. Toph yes. is literally the answer to it. It's like, you don't have to fucking fall in love. Uh, like even when you're blind, you see more than other people do, and yeah. even then when you're rich, you still have you still want
0: to live life beyond riches. Because you Jasmine realize- is the closest thing we ever got to that. In our closest thing, still a far cry. And then you know, speaking of the swindling people in the Fire Nation, her relationship that forms with Katara after <clears throat> that, uh, you know, where she's sitting on the cliff talking about her, and she's like, "Look, I know," uh, she gives me a hard time, and she cares too much, you know, like how a mother should. And I just thought that was, you know, she thinks of her more of, of a mother than her own mother, obviously. So, like, I don't know. There's a lot to that storyline that I felt really connected to. Uh, maybe it's the dad issues, Tom. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but if I really wanted to lean into a dad thing, I would lean into... Uh, yeah. And his dad. Oh, um, uh, no, Hakoda. Or Z-
3: Zuko and his dad. <laughs> yeah, and Iroh. Hakoda.
0: I mean, Uh, I will say one thing, too. I really love...
3: There's, like... Okay, so there's a lot to love, right? I really love Sokka and being, like, the greatest swordsman in the world but because he does not draw photorealism. He has imagination. Like, mm -hmm. I really enjoy that so much because it's, like... It's this normal sports movie kind of thing where it's, like, he sucks at everything but it actually ends up being, like, his greatest weapon. And, like, space sword, man! Fucking space sword is so awesome! (laughs) And then we lose it by... I was like, oh, I love it. And... Like so, I I really Bi enjoy. Space sword. <laughs> I love yeah. by space sword, um. But then now like how he has a relationship with his master, um. How do you not love Iroh and Pai Show and you know like the whole White Lotus like reveal, um. And just like, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep going on. But so Josh, I want to hear some more from you, baby.
2: Um, yeah, man. That, that's so usually with our episodes, um, I I take notes and <laughs> I have like favorite moments and all this kind of stuff. The thing about this show is that it it just ends up being just pages and pages and pages because there's um, there's any moment that Iroh is on on screen. Mm. Um, There is the overall story of Zuko. Uh, We'll talk about that in characters. But um, (laughs) so to pull like a specific (laughs) moment, I love, I believe it's when they're escape. It's the Boiling Rock episode and they're on the shore, and it's Sokka, and I think it's Sokka, and yeah, no, it is Sokka and Zuko, and they're like comparing war stories, and Sokka tells his story like about, um, is it Princess Yu? Yui, Yui, and <laughs> there's like a she moment of silence, and Zuko goes, "That's rough, buddy."
3: Yeah. <laughs> like um, I'll I'll talk a little bit about that Zuko, like his whole redemption is so satisfying because he never like succumbs to well i'm trying to help you so like everything is like to the sense of like i'm the bad guy and they deserve to hate me and i get that so i'm always coming at this negative angle and i i love that where there's no like oh okay we're just gonna forgive you for you know burning down a village you know like we're just gonna like suki like reminds me like oh we met you burned down my whole village like oh i'm sorry like There's those those, those moments where we're not allowed to forget those things where it's just like washed over.
0: He's not trying. Yeah. Well, he's not, he's also not trying to bury the past, but live forward from it. Yeah. And like he accidentally hurts Toph and he's like, I'm so bad at being good. And
3: like Mm -hmm. he goes up to them. He's like, Hey, I saw you guys were flying. So I decided to wait here. Like he comes at it where this place is like, I don't know how I tell them that I'm good. I don't know how. And there is that level of like in fiction that just happens so much. Like, okay, well, I guess you're on our side. It's like, what do you mean? Like Katara yeah. doesn't trust him. Aang doesn't trust him. Only one that trusts him is Appa. And it's like such a like satisfying thing when like book book three is like my favorite book because like the four episodes with Zuko are just like so well done. And it's like that's the thing with the show. It's like you can't just kind of skip around. you got to watch.
2: Firemasters, the the The, by far. Oh. Okay, no, no, no. <laughs> Go ahead. The, the, <laughs> the dance. The, Dancing, the Dancing dragon. dragon. Oh, Dancing like, dragons. That <laughs> moment like <laughs> just... I, I, it is a moment that gave me chill Like I was doing the elliptical and that scene came up and I had to stop because I was like, I had to watch this because I got chills because they introduce it when they're in the temple and they see those statues, but then they actually have to do it. And the the synergy of them together and then the, the dragons basically kind of like welcoming them and showing them because it's like, I'm also a person of balance. Like I, I, there's a, there is a time for both. Uh, of both worlds of rage and for calmness like there's 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 a balance and i just I love the moment when the fires come together in this like tornado, but it almost defies color like it's not just blue yeah. it's not just red it just becomes this this gamut and spectrum that I was just like but i love i just i loved it when because ah, there's
0: Speaking well, of common rage uh balance, my dad had that balance real well. He he never got like yelly angry when we would do stuff. He would be that like calm angry, which is way scarier Mm. because I can deal with an explosive anger. But that like calm and control anger, you're like, oh, there's nothing I can do right now to change that. I can't throw you off your game at all. Uh, If he wanted to kill me, he would have done it by now. But
3: he's chosen to keep me alive.
0: Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Not to mention he was a black belt. So yeah, that would uh, that would do it. What about Ollie? Out, I'm gonna be that comrade. I wanted like Ollie. Yeah.
1: I wanted to focus on like a like a smaller moment. Um, one that made me laugh a lot. <laughs> um My there's, cabbages. Always that, like, there's always like a couple like lines or quotes or jokes that just make you like stop or pause and have to like like laugh um before you can move on. Uh this one was I forget what episode it is, but it's like it's with um when he's in the um uh, with the fire get up, fire nation get up and he's in school. Oh okay. um, it's Nobody shows my Angie anything, especially movements. <laughs> just showing him like like dance movements.
3: That's um, made me laugh. I, I like in terms of one, one funny part that I really loved is when uh, Katara and Zuko go and try to find who killed uh, Katara's mother. And um, they're going to go steal Appa. And Aang comes, he's like, you're just going to steal him anyways? He's like, yeah, it's like, it's okay. I forgive you. If you look at Sokka's face, he's <clears> just like nonplussed. He's like, really, bro? the entire time. It's like a really funny visual, like, and that's the great, great the great thing to do is like all the background stuff. That's like, that is funny that they don't focus on.
0: Um, so I said before the show that there was a character that I always just kind of pictured you. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it's, it's Sokka. Yeah. I get A 100%. There are some (laughs) elements of Zuko that you embody very well. Some discipline. Uh, but definitely, <laughs> but definitely Saka. Every time I saw Saka, I was like, "This is Tom. I understand this character fundamentally." <laughs> he wants to get because to get he's get- like he's not an idiot. Yeah, and, right. you know he's, he's actually a, he's actually a war like a war general. He's pretty funny smart. Yeah, he's tactically like a genius uh, from what he's learned from his dad and stuff. But uh, I mean, he's the brains of the the group of Team Apple. Really, but he's
1: uh, trying he's, to get the uh, girl.
0: Does bad jokes yeah, exactly. Wants to eat he reminded me of uh, the character from. Uh, um uh, Voltron.
3: <laughs> um yeah. Uh the blue tiger.
2: The blue lion. Um, I mean, speaking with Sokka. Blains? Yeah. Okay. Speaking about Sokka, like there's two moments. Uh one thought, I'm gonna put it to the side, but with Sokka, because we're talking about Sokka, there's a moment with his dad that they're preparing for Dakota. war and his dad tells all the other troops to get prepared and go do the thing. And Sokka's like, Well, what do I do? And he's like, I said. All soldiers, get mm-hmm. ready, get ready. And I was just like, dang. <laughs> his dad is almost my favorite character in the show. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: I think if there had been more of him, he would have been. Uh, uh the next his thing I want to say. Really
2: tragic. Um, the next thing I want to say is the ultimate favorite moment. Ultimate. Oh. Like, takes the cake. Drum roll, please. Thank you. Tent. It is the Moment in which Zuko and Iroh reunite. Reconcile reconcile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's what Iroh Yummy. says, and I'm gonna fucking cry. He and Zuko's just like, you know, Zuko's doing Zuko. He's like, oh, you're mad at me. How could you ever forgive me? And Iroh's like, I was never mad at you. I was sad that you might have lost your way. And I, it's just like,
1: fuck, Damn. man.
2: Fuck.
3: Damn. No, <laughs> and and I love how that Why comes out to
2: me? <laughs> that comes out after
3: when he's like. Uh, and then we'll need to have a new Fire Lord. And then Zuko, you know, trying to come up with a contingency is like, we don't know where Aang is. He's like, so, Iro, are you going to take, thr- take the, the throne? He's like, no, it has to be under a new leader, someone who's pure of heart and uh, has rest- restored honor. honor. He's like, yeah. but I'm, like, the least honorable person. It's like, you restored your own honor. You did it all on your own without me. And I was just like, Oh my goodness. It's so so good. Like and that's the thing. Like, he lost his way and then found his way. Like, and that's what I love about the Zuko character. Like, it's why his redemption arc is probably to me the archetypical like redemption arc that anyone should just strive to have. There are other things that try to have that, and it didn't work out that well, and we won't talk about it here. (laughs) Anyways, uh Ollie, what more favorite parts you got, baby?
1: I have uh what is actually my favorite moment, the most uh oh, mind blowing moment for me in okay. in the show was oh. uh bloodbending.
3: So mm. like, oh. that was like a just, Halloween episode, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. But just like the idea, and I'm like, of course we're filled with fluids. This is terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Just the just the uh, before they even like went into what it was, just me hearing bloodbending and then being like, uh Okay. Because we have water, are like different our now. blood has water in it. Like, right? Yeah. Oh, but, shit. but it's yeah. so it's so easy to just be like, well, in this universe, that doesn't count. <laughs> you know? Yeah,
0: but you know, the human body is sixty percent water. Waterbenders would ruin the world. The, my like, my favorite
3: thing about we're the, not past that uh, that episode is at the very end where she's like, <laughs> my work here is done. Like the fact that Cord started doing it, it was like, cool. My my mm-hmm. power, my 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 teaching is passed on. Bloodbending will on. live forever. Like, mm-hmm. and does that's that like mean, uh, that creepy curse thing. And no, Toph, we're not going to talk about Korra. Oh, so. I was going to say, could Toph pull
0: a um, Magneto? Magneto I, she please? was Magneto at the very end where she lifted that stuff in the no, war. No, but do you know what I mean? <laughs> There's yeah. iron and yeah. m- minerals in your blood. Yeah. So could she just like... It, 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 it would probably be like Toph's great, great, great granddaughter or something like that. Yeah,
3: I mean, mean,
1: right. She could probably maintain the surface tension and keep the air, keep the water up in the air at bit I
0: mean, no, that's what yeah, Katara does. I just she, mean, could she, she pull the blood out of you? <laughs> When like Magneto did when he pulled oh, yeah, the iron yeah. out of that guy pull, pulled the iron
3: out of you jeez uh, I mean that's what um, uh Aang could probably just suck the the air out of your lungs yeah right. it's um, it's wild um, we're yeah.
0: talking we'll about,
1: about the if a Bender but it's interesting went right completely psychopath because the, these are the psychopathic yeah. <laughs> thoughts right I'm gonna say but, that, but then to see the show explore one that's of them.
0: why the Fire Nation had to be the bad guys because well, you don't have right. fire in your body well I'm, I'm gonna say this.
3: We haven't done, and we and we we have we don't have it on the list of doc yet, but I know Cor- Corey loves Cora, and you're gonna mm-hmm. see some fucking psychopathic yeah. benders,
1: who do some um, also, Josh. Up if shit. you like metal bending, you'll dig oh. what they do with metal oh. bending. Oh.
0: Oh. Mm. 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 Um, Cor- Corey, any other favorite parts? Uh, no. Uh, the only other note I wrote down is said anything with the Water Tribe. I loved the mm. the Water Tribe.
1: Okay, southern uh, or northern.
0: Do, okay, we'll do it at the. I'll do we'll we'll do it after. I was gonna say let's do all of
3: what, what tribe you want to be in at, at, the end, at the end. Oh, okay. At the end, um, so let's do favorite characters before this episode gets two, like we, three hours. Can long. we
2: like real quick, <laughs> um, characters? This show has the greatest, just the character development and the character journey of every single one.
3: It, everyone it gets their moment to fucking shine and everybody
2: everybody develops and everybody changes and it's just no like it's, throwaway. it's a breath of fresh air like it's just like so i I'm, I'm not I'm sorry sorry Zuko and mm. well Sokka is another one that just had a wonderful journey that and and Zuko um and Iro and I she goes fucking insane but Azula Azula <laughs> like <laughs> Azula I love like yeah I hated Azula. I hated her, but I loved how insane she went and the I, reasons that
3: she did. She is probably the one of the best runner antagonists. Like the entire time you have this idea of like Ozai is this like, you know, thing is abstract, this like force that I could never attain to or touch. Right. But Azula yeah. is just like is coming like, at you, coming at you, and then the moment at the boiling rock is that the boiling rock? Oh, where there's like, she's um, not gonna make yeah. it, she's like falling, and then she just rockets. And then he's like, Of course, she did. I was like, Oh my god! And like, she, like, her level of like, you see her insecurity of like, I like, trust, I, you can't trust people, you only make yeah. sure that they fear that was great, you. great, right? Yeah, that's great to allow. Yeah, I forgot. So.
2: The the, the story bit of uh so- oh, Sozin, and Roku, Sozin and oh Roku my. like oh
3: Ron Perlman? Oh yeah. uh, Goodness. okay um,
2: but characters yeah I Forget mean just so it. each toff her her everybody everybody gets a nice story that just yes. on their own that you're so we like, did
0: one two from the group and one side one outside of Team Avatar Okay Josh
2: Two from the group Okay. Yeah. From Team Avatar. You, you Team know, Avatar guys, does include Zuko. So you, I'll guys, say. you guys, you got me. You, you got me. Thank you so much for this because this makes it easy for me. Because <laughs> nice. I
3: will I will say real quick, do you did you catch who voiced Kyoshi, the avatar from the Earth Benders? You know, who's the one who split the building? It's Jennifer Hale. No. It was? Oh yeah, it's Jennifer nice. Hale. Nice. So I was <laughs> like, hmm. um Who else is gonna play like a s- stupid strong female character?
0: Yeah, that's fair.
2: <laughs> okay, so from the group Zuko and Sokka. Um I just uh they No, I'm sorry. No, 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 sorry. Zuko and Toph. Um right. because I was just talking about Sokka. Uh Zuko and Toph. Toph, I just every time she was on screen and I just loved her just not give a shit attitude. Um mm-hmm. but Zuko his his redemption story is something that I can watch over and over and over again and just because it's not just, like, a haphazard realization. It's a journey. Like, it, it's just, like, really, like, what he goes through to... And the pain that he had to... Literal pain and emotional pain of just, like, everything that he went through to get to those moments of realization of, like, what's really important. And what the Fire Nation should be and all that kind of stuff. Um, Honor! Honor! And then outside the main crew, it would be Iroh. Just, just Iroh. Um, for yeah. me, uh, I'll go
3: next and I'll say it's going to be Zuko, then Sokka. These are my favorite characters, who I think are the best characters are Zuko, then Aang. But Sokka, to Corey's yeah, point, this is his favorite character. I'm just like. <sighs> How, how, how do i not look at the, recognize this man game recognize game you know what i'm saying but like yeah i i feel like if there's a a yin and yang between me and these characters it's definitely the zuko and, and Sokka level of so like, i nailed it you did I was to say. um mm-hmm, yeah. like i am i am them combined if they did the dragon dance and it end up being dragon Ball z combining that's that's exactly oh. what happened um <laughs>
0: you john
3: and i i love their tag team fight against Azula. Anyways, but like Zuko, the one thing I really love about his redemption arc is that he doesn't, quote unquote, turn good because like he keeps failing. And then like something happens and he's like, oh, I've seen the error of my way. It happens because he gets everything he wanted and mm-hmm. it just costs him everything to get it. And he realizes, like, I don't have anything else. It's kind of like the whole it thing. Cost? It's like if you're unhappy with your wealth, that means you're poor morally. And um, like he was bankrupt morally because he was just so unhappy that he was accepted into the war room. He was accepted amongst his people. Like him and Azula had a relationship. They went to the whole beach episode was like a great episode, even though like that's such mm-hmm. an anime trope having a beach episode. But like it's such a like a great thing. Like and there's no like and that's the thing. There's no filler episode that if like oh this feels like filler, but like it does so much for the characters. In um, Sokka, like one thing I really also did love was when they went to go watch the the play. And it was these hyperbolic <laughs> versions of themselves, and Aang has a breakdown. I just really wanted to talk about that, but I loved how Sokka went backstage. So he's like, "Hey, I have some ideas about your character. Like, he's because he's trying to make his character better. He's like, I got these oh, jokes, yeah. you know, you know, try to ad lib some things and all that stuff. And it's like, I, I really, really enjoyed Sokka as well because he, there is a level of like inadequacy that he had. He's like, I can't bend. I have nothing to like give value to the team." And so he goes off on his own journey to, like, learn how to be a swordsmaster. And, uh, like, there is that level of, like, you know, he has where he has to be the soundboard for his sister, which I really enjoy. Um, and also, like, like the moment when, the, the, when the, the eclipse happened and then he leads the front to go find the Fire Lord, like, he's like, stop. Like, she's just, you know, stalling us out. We got to go. And then all of a sudden she's like, Well, we have Suki. And then he's like, Where is
0: Suki? I was like, Oh, he's gonna stab that. She's gonna stab that. And I was like, I <laughs> do enjoy a lot of the moments between the siblings where like she's air, she's waterbending that fish, mm-hmm. and he pulls his spear back and <laughs> pops the bubble, and the fish escapes again. I uh, just little like, moments like just,
3: that. Just like the pilot itself is a really powerful storytelling tool to show, like, Katara could waterbend, but she's emotionally compromised where mm-hmm. she can't control it. And Sokka you know is like the more huntery, gathery guy but then he's also just like as a aloof friend brother yeah um and then you see like okay cool where are they going to go from here and so like when Sokka gets the fucking northern armor it's baller
1: yeah, yeah. uh Ali? they come up on each other really well mm-hmm. like the two characters as siblings Ollie, what you got um my uh my favorite characters um i got i got to give a shout out to my uh sf uh sees strong female characters mm. Uh, Toph, uh, she's my favorite character just because she's amazing um, and hilarious and fast-witted and all that good stuff. And then um, uh, it's uh, Katara just because she's, I feel like she's got like a grounding to her. She's got, I can, I I feel like I can relate to her a little bit. She's got that sort of like insecurity, but also like, well, this is like the logical way or this is the safe way. Why aren't you, you know, doing what is logical, what is obvious, you know? So I, I kinda dig like her struggle and how she challenges Ang. Yeah. Sorry for the bad.
0: uh both oh. of you, I forgot Tom, you need to say the not in the, oh, yeah, the there not team it. avatar guy. Um I, I will say Or Gal. I'll say, Poor Gal.
3: I'll say uh, I mean I'm still gonna say Iroh. Iroh is 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 too good. He's too good. It's 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 Mako, man. And tales of Bossing say sold oh, oh,
1: leaves from the yeah, vines. Yeah, mine's yeah, mine's Iro also.
3: Oh wow! My God, all you did, Iroh, is your side. My side. Uh, so okay, Corey, tell the, me why is it tough and Boomy?
0: <laughs> Whoa! No, it's not Boomy. But how did you, you get? Did you guess tough before? So when before I said so before,
3: I was like, okay, Corey's favorite character might be Iroh, and he's like, no, and I was like, okay, then it's tough.
0: Wow, <laughs> I'm that predictable.
2: Oh, uh, you just know me that well. Why
0: did you think it would be tough? off the, off the top?
2: Off I don't top know. Of I just felt head. like that's off someone that head.
0: has like side character power.
3: <laughs> that's like karama you. from you on the show. <laughs> yeah but, there you go you know like okay. it is like very like i'll let my my actions do the talking but also like like the, again the play episode where she's like oh my god why do i sound like a guy and she's like haha
0: the, this play is uh, really uh accurate she's like i love this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh the one of the moments that solidified it for me this is i don't know why this did but it it did is when she's holding the library up and she has no. to choose between the library and Appa and she's like apologizing to it like quietly. She's like, I'm so sorry, Appa, but I have to I have to do this. And it that, was just like-
3: Those few episodes were so good because there was this like such good tension between Aang and Toph. And
0: yeah. it was
3: like, I love how it was the uh, like manifestation of like the, the the polar opposites of air and earth. And mm-hmm. it's like why he had
0: such trouble bending it. I'm like, oh my, yeah. oh my God, guys. Um, it's actually- Toph and Appa. Oh. I, Appa's Chewbacca. Like, why would I not? <laughs> this is like true. That? I just... Yeah, go ahead. We're going to say, Toph? I,
3: I love how Sokka never trusts Appa and it comes yeah. back in book three where like Aang goes missing and he's like, oh my God, we all knew this was going to happen. finally happened. Appa <laughs> ate Momo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: oh, uh, wow. He's just like, no matter what is happening, he's going to do it. Like, even, even going with... With Aang and flying into the storm in the beginning when he wants to run what away, when he's wearing like,
2: the armor, I
1: mean, Ugh,
0: <laughs>
2: he
0: that looks so Sokka dope. makes for him. Looks pretty good. <laughs> My God, uh, he's just a you know, like Chewbacca. He's just a good ass dude who's always showing up. Original and like, Airbender, even though like Sokka and people don't trust him, he's still there for them and forms bonds with everybody. And yeah, you know, Speaking takes on the literally all the weight of their party uh, and flies them anywhere they need to go. What are you gonna say? What yeah. do you say, Ali?
1: I was gonna, speaking of clothes, like you gotta admit, those Fire Nation get-ups mm. were dope. Pretty slick. Yeah, that's what happens. Pretty when you slick. Have a lot of money, good style. Uh, <laughs> yeah. When you and take then all the money from all the other
0: nations. <laughs> side character is the Cabbage Man. <laughs> my
3: cabbage. My <laughs> so not Boomy.
0: Not not Sparkle. I love sparkle Boomy. Boom. Okay, so oh, I am like do not love crazy boomy. old just, man Boomy who I took to back give his whole city out for Kyle Robinson. Okay. Uh, to the Cabbage Man because. He would do that anytime he spilt something when I was his roommate. Anytime he spilt something or I spilt something, he would, from the other room, just go, my cabbages! <laughs> <laughs> um, and
3: uh, Do you know the current fan me. cast for that in the live action for Cabbage Man? No. It's Ken Jeong. Oh, yes. <laughs> I think that <laughs> <he's> <laughs> so
0: good. Uh, but he was like, yes. Yeah. And this the fact that him and Aang were like childhood friends and he didn't lose that... Childhoodness Even though he's the king spirit. Yeah. Uh he would definitely be on that list. I just for the sake of my own experiences, anytime that guy yells at cabbages, I just hear Kyle's voice. <laughs> my cabbages. My cabbages. Uh so yeah, that's it.
1: Um so Toph, Papa, uh, and Cabbage Man. Okay. Not the swamp benders. Not the swamp benders.
3: Um, um man, we're I, can't, dope. I can't I can't I'm not gonna lie, we're I can't dope. wait till Josh starts watching Cora and sees Amon. <gasps> And just be like, "What the fuck is this?"
0: Joshua, you text me when you watch. Korra? <laughs> oh my god! Oh my! Please, please. And I'm he's voiced when, by Steve if. Blum. <laughs> oh my goodness! Not, not if, but when you watch Korra. When watch we Korra. do the
3: episode. Um, okay, so now we go to qualms. qualms. Let's uh, make this short, shall we? Who has, who's got qualms?
0: <laughs> I do. I actually have a couple, um, and I will preface it with: neither of these affect my score because both of these are baggage. Yeah, these are like things. nitpicks. These are nitpicks. Um, the nitpicky one is, and the, this it was less so with Cora, but still bothered me in it as well. Is the sometimes the frames per second was really distracting. Mm-hmm. The art oh. style, and I get it's a choice, and so it doesn't affect my score at all because obviously it's a gorgeous show, and a lot of the art is really. If you take a still frame from anywhere in this show, it's fucking gorgeous. Um, Brian, the fact Brian that the animators
2: is- were asked to take in mind the type of lens. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were like, try to do this on that. a
0: wide-angle lens.
2: Like, but holy shit!
0: Sometimes the the jumpy animation was a little bit distracting. Uh, same way it was, uh, it took a minute to get adjusted for Spider Verse. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Same thing. Yeah, on the so yeah. that was one for me. Is sometimes it would take me out of it. Again, doesn't affect the score at all, and it was only sometimes. Um, the other one was uh, the baggage of having. I talked to. I mentioned this to Tom that Hi, I'm Tom. The way I this hit me now as a 31 year old man is, and this has nothing to do with quality. I simply mean so, to compare these as uh, scope and and maturity of the themes, is that this would be the hobbit where Korra is Lord of the Rings. This this not is in a terms little, of the craft, but in terms of what it talks about. Exactly. Right. And I'm like, if you want to compare it to the books, rather. So like where the Hobbit was a, a little more, the th- thematically was a little more. We're on an I don't want to say childlike, but youthful. Yeah. Cora mm-hmm. deals with themes that are a little more mature that, even now, I still relate to a little bit more.
3: I, can I make a? This is not like a great comparison, but one that please. Um, to me, it's like Avatar is like Episode One, Episode Four, Episode Seven, and then. Korra is like Revenge of the Sith, Empire Strikes Back and Last Jedi where it's just yeah. like, "Oh my god. Is, oh, we keep losing." Yeah. And like yeah, the, the, yeah, way, yeah. the what they what they talk about is just so much more like like just a spoiler, a little slight spoiler. Korra season 1 starts with there is a civil war between non-benders and benders. Yeah. And how do you not talk about that without talking about like real-world parallels of like inequality? And he's just like,
0: I didn't know we can go here. (laughs) That's my only other qualm is going back and watching this at the age I'm at and having watched Korra, there were some parts where I was like, this is for kids, for sure.
3: Uh, And that's what it feels like Legend of Korra is for those same kids who grew grew up up, five years which
0: is the same thing Mm -hmm. Tolkien wrote Lord Mm -hmm. of the Rings for the same people Mm -hmm. who read The Hobbit uh, because I think it was for his kids Mm -hmm. and his kids were teenagers by the time Lord of the Rings came around. So he wrote it with more mature... Anyway. It's yeah. pretty cool um, so uh, those are my only two qualms again neither of those affect the scores but those are my nitpicky things that thoughts that popped in my head while I was watching it Ollie
1: mm-hmm. yeah I, I would say I uh, I don't have any any hard qualms but I would echo the same thing as Cor- as uh, Corey is saying that yeah it, it does only like kind of within the context of, of legend of Korra, looking back at avatar so it's kind of it's one of those interesting things um, yeah the scale and the scope and sort of the the themes um You know, they dive into much uh, deeper, like intriguing things with Cora, but and there's um, there's more woo woo in there, Josh. Yeah, there's more. Hell yeah. Uh, But yeah, I I don't have a qualm really. I can't can't think of anything. Um, I have two qualms,
2: and they do not affect my score whatsoever. In fact, they barely even count. Um, (laughs) one is I was slightly bothered with how fast. Katara became so good at waterbending. Like it was like a mm-hmm. really quick, like boom boom. She's like this the master is calling her uh is almost calling her a master. I know that it's like kind of in a um loving way, but she becomes so good so quickly that could almost speak to Mary how Sue. uh natural she is. But there was just part of me that was like story wise, I was like, oh. Uh, well,
1: uh, well it's well, interesting because kind
3: of I think I'm. I'm gonna talk a little bit what Ollie's gonna talk about at the at the beginning when like Car- Katara beginning. and Aang both are learning. They're both looking for a master, and Aang picks up faster than she does. And later on, it's when um, like you find out that she is the last waterbender of the Southern Tribe. It's like kind of like, oh fuck, like yeah, you know, like maybe there is some precedent that she is like fucking powerful as shit, so, gifted, yeah. yeah. Um, I was going to say
1: um, just from like a, that, from a, like a filmmaking standpoint in the beginning of the show, it's interesting to think about like how they might've done things like that. Right. To kind of stay within the safety of a structure, but then like echoing um, like Sokka's journey at the end um, and how they took their time <laughs> with that. It's like a time-lapse yeah. with, uh, with Ira at the same time. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it's like it's at the beginning
2: of the show, she, it's almost like she can barely move a, 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 drop of water
1: a drop of water water. (laughs) like like holding up and then by the end of book one she's like
2: fucking so so like if she had that journey later in the
1: series i wonder if they would have like expanded it more and taken her time to it didn't it didn't ruin my experience whatsoever
2: it's just something that i go "Eh." yeah uh the only other one is that i felt like um fire lord or phoenix king ozai wasn't as developed um as other characters like not Like we got more information about Sozin and his kind of everything that's going on with that. Him
3: and the Avatar were friends.
2: Yeah, and we didn't get as much with with Ozai, who ends up being not the main baddie, but he is like the the, main antagonist, the ultimate baddie. Um, there is a
3: comic book that Dark Horse did that Mm -hmm. uh, uh chronicles the journey that Zuko takes to find his mother. I don't <laughs> I haven't read it, but I don't know if it does any more for Ozai because I will say to that point that you felt like there was a little and it was more for Aang, but it's when they're at that old palace, and then Katara's like, I have a surprise, and she finds a picture, it's baby Zuko, and he's like, That's my dad. Yeah. And it's like he was a happy person at once. So what changed? And yeah. to me, it's always that sense of like unchecked ambition corrupts. Um, and uh, but I did kind of really like that level of like Aang's like. He's still a human. And the world might be better oh, yeah. without him. But I there has to that. be another way. And I was just like, oh my god. Yeah. Um, my I have one qualm. And this is the dumbest qualm. <laughs> I will crown myself the dumbest qualm. And this is a qualm because it's the first season. And you don't know if they're going to have a season two. You don't know if you're going to be a worldwide phenomena. But season one has a lot of the... Well, this is the, the lesson of the day episode. Right. Um, mm. And there's nothing technically wrong with it at a as a programming standpoint. But it, when you watch it Genny Adventures. And I'm not even saying binge it, but you just watch it where it's like, okay, next episode, next episode, all right, I'll go do whatever. I'll, I'll come back to it today or tomorrow. And when next episode, not having like six hour long marathons of it. Um, first season feels like it's like, oh my God, just get there. Just fucking get there. But like each mm-hmm. episode does provide like one episode that is quote unquote the most fillery is when you have the two Earth Kingdom clans who don't like each other and that they, they mm. have to travel through the canyon. The Great Divide. Yeah. And like, Aang creates a fake story um, in order for them to like, get, get over themselves and actually hang out. Like, I thought that was great because at the beginning of the episode, they say like, well, you're the Avatar. You have to be able to unite people. So, and then this episode shows like how he's able to do that with a lie. So, um, <laughs> but like, there, there are those kind of hidden messages and stories. And again, I will say like, this is like, the best kids programming I've ever like experienced. And I would say, like, in in the nicest way possible. Look, I don't want to take away your childhoods, everyone, but get your kids off the Disney shit and start watching this stuff and they'll be better human beings. They won't think a prince has to save them. They won't think the world's just full of magic, but you can do things because it's for the good of the world. And mm-hmm. I'm just saying, um, because at the very end too, like there is that sense of like, okay, cool. If Iroh beats Ozai, then it's like, then it'll just look like violence begets more violence. History has to show that purity beats out that hatred, and it's like ah, like they know they they could possibly beat Ozai, but like they have to do it the right way, and like there so there's so many of those kind of things that are that the show takes its time to do. Um, but I will I'll get off that high horse. Do we want to do which tribe we're in now, or do we want to do our rating first? Oh jeez. why don't you just tell me what tribe I'm in? Uh, for Corey, <laughs> I, I mean. I mean, he likes tough. I feel like Earth, but I mean, also Air Nomads. I feel like are pretty, pretty. You, yeah, but I can see that. I don't know, Corey. You, you could be
0: Avatar. I don't know. <laughs> who, who do you want to be? Okay with that. Avatar <laughs> powers.
2: <laughs> I um. Go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna say I. It's between the Air Nomads and water. Um,
3: one thing, real quick. I know you fucking love that episode when he's unlocking all his chakras.
2: Yeah, Yeah, he has to fucking choose. What's funny when we started when we started the favorite uh, moments that came to mind, and then the conversation went on a a wild ride. But no, I love that. I love like this is how they explained it. Um, No, so like it's it's like the the it's probably if I had to choose one, it's probably Air Nomads. Probably,
3: Um, Ollie. Respect that. Um, Water. Water.
0: Corey, what is yours? I don't I don't what do you choose? Uh I mean I really respected the water tribe, southern water tribe. Mm. Uh Hakoda oh, was just a really good leader. Um but I I've always felt like earth bending was OP. And I've if I mm-hmm. like I've been asked by Kyle and like which one would you do and I was like for sure earth bending like that's that's some shit right there yeah you know what you I could, mean you
3: could sand bend you can
0: I mean you know, I, start- I would walk around and go I have a jar of dirt and I would just use that all the time that's mm. the jar of dirt in Naruto <laughs> you see Gara mm. anyways um <laughs> I think uh, just
3: because she's not here Caitlin I think she'd also be earth I don't even know if she'd be an earth bender I know she'd be in the earth kingdom and probably have a tea shop with with. Iro, that's (laughs) That's what i would say yeah um for me let's be honest guys you know fire fire it's fire (laughs) um but i feel like i don't know i like i really love that message with the dragon dancers where it was like fire is not destruction fire is life and i was just like "Mm, mm, mm," you know what i'm saying like it's such a good like everything could be used for destruction everything could be used for life like be like water, my friend, right? Bruce Lee, like it does. It weaves in and out, but also it's the most destructive force that we've seen. You know, so it's yeah. like that kind of stuff. it's like fire is life. It's the sun. You know, like um. And so I, and also, but you do some cool, you know, capoeira
0: break dancing. I'm down yeah. with that. Also, you could do you gen- pack yourself. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. also, airbenders could do that. As much as I would like to be an earthbender, I think the I relate the most to the air nomads as far as like a lifestyle and what they find important so it's tough it's tough for me between mm. those somewhere between those two but the thing about ang he
3: breaks the rule of the air nomads like because you'd all have to like detach yourself from the physical i know realm but then as an avatar it's like no you can't do that so i'm like so he can't fall in love
0: i just want to say skywalker the
2: just balance no that's balance that's of all literally of the-
0: luke luke's whole thing is that the jedi were told to leave love and compassion even for not like it doesn't even have to be like a, I'm in love with them, but I love them as, as family behind because it only hinders you. But what is the thing that has Luke prevail? It's his love for his friends. And hope. Um, um, so, except you know, Qui-Gon.
3: Qui-Gon's the most,
0: trust your feelings. Mm-hmm. I'm like,
3: mm, mm, mm. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so now we'll get to rating.
2: Yeah, so I'm and last. I, so it's the three of us, Ali, Tom, and me. I think just Josh alphabetical. First. Just do it, alphabetical, Tom. So Ollie, I can go first. (laughs) Let me guess.
3: Does it start with the and rhyme with jive?
1: (laughs) Is it me? Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Uh, Yeah, it starts (laughs) with jive. That's uh, zero point jive. I'm (laughs) scanning. Five. No, it's a five. It's, It's a five. I mean, it's it's. Oh
0: yeah.
2: Sorry. It's just a
1: fun show to watch. Like it's there's. I can't find anything wrong with it and it's just hilarious and funny and it's hard to uh, look away. Yeah. I I find myself like entranced anytime I try to have it on in the background. Nope. I, I'm watching it.
2: <laughs> yeah. So yeah,
1: highly recommend and highly recommend Cora as well. So that's a
0: five for Ollie.
2: Josh? Uh I am also going to name it a five. Um Okay. Uh oh. This is one of those moments that uh one of those shows that For the first time in a long time, I wasn't looking at my phone while watching it. It's very easy with right now. Huh?
0: That's how I am with the West Wing right now. Yeah. i j I'm watching it for the first time and hot damn, is that a good show?
2: It's um I mean, some shows they're they're interesting, but you can still kind of look at your phone, maybe look things up. Even IMD being the thing that you're watching. Mm -hmm. Um, with this, I, I was just I was watching. I just, mm-hmm. I, I was like, I'll IMDb this later. I need to watch this, um, and like my qualms, like they're, they're just, they don't. It's like a coming. Yeah. They, they come and they go. I, I don't, I sure. don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Same
0: with mine. Yeah, I don't think anyone had any qualms here that actually affect their score. Yeah. Uh, Tom, should I put you down for a five? Or you should put me down for a five, <laughs> motherfucker. <Maldo. laughs> <laughs> Do you want a number five? Uh oh.
3: Goodbye, Corey. It was Corey's nice. I'll trouble. see you in hell. <laughs> Corey, oh no,
2: he's gonna be um, a four
0: point eight. Yep. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's because of Cora,
0: can't see it. Four point eight. Because <laughs> of Cora. Um, it's not because of Cora,
2: but, but it didn't help.
0: <laughs> it's not. It honestly isn't. It, it. It didn't. That added on top of it, but this was never a five for me. I think maybe when I was younger it was, but I, I unfortunately have outgrown parts of it. Um I had the that's opposite. Just, that's how it is. As a yeah. kid, I was like, it's not that great. And then as a doll I'm like, oh my God. Um yeah, I don't know. Uh I would I would hundred percent watch a top spin-off though. Ooh. I would watch I'll, I'll any that spin-off there. that comes from this. Like, <laughs> let me see Zuko find his fa- find his mother. Let me
3: see like Katara and Sokka go back to the water tribe. Let me see, you know, like what happens to Azula. Let me see what happens to May uh the, the the Suki and or and, and, and the Kyoshi Warriors, like yeah.
0: I wanna see Iro um, in his shop, like
3: stop some, like street level
0: crimes. I the the history of the Cabbage Man. There is a history yeah. of the Cabbage Man. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um but yeah, so four point eight for me, only only I think it's a again, I think this is one of the best animated shows I've ever seen. Uh there are a few that rate right above it, and I just found myself in some of the more childlike humor parts kind of uh not bored, but unamused not it would it would throw my bewilderment away for a moment um, and that's all that's that's really all it comes down to um, other than that I think this show is is phenomenal and like you said I don't think I've seen another finale that's been as satisfying as this one so 4.8 I'm the grump at 4.8 yeah okay with it's that. a really high <laughs> number <so. laughs>
2: yeah awesome uh, that's awesome. it baby uh, that has been our episode on avatar the last airbender the Probably the most requested topic mm. uh, ever in our our uh, three years. Um,
1: everybody at home, to lift it
2: off my shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> everybody at home, tell us what you thought of Avatar: The Last Airbender series. Um, uh, yeah, reach out to us. I mean, the Discord is really kind of the best place to continue the conversation. But if you're not into that type of thing, feel free to slip and slide into our DMs. Uh, all of our social media is Nerd on TV, so check it out. Or uh, it in, in the reviews. Yeah. Uh, if you are new to NerdOn, check out our website, nerdon.tv. It has all of the information on everything that we do. All of our different podcasts. Uh, yeah, we do, we do a lot. Uh, there's also YouTube. All of these episodes go to YouTube. There are video versions. Um, yeah, check that out. Our Twitch, we're streaming several times a week so do check that out and it's a variety of uh different games mm-hmm. different hosts and variety, bending. Stuff. variety bending variety <laughs> bending um but uh yeah this is a fun episode i'm glad that we got to do it oh yeah one more thought share us with your friends and your family it's uh oh yes your whole nation the 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 whole world whether it's the fire nation the earth nation that's the
0: nation i want to be a part of the nerd on nation yeah,
2: there it is nerd bending um
3: <laughs> real quick though, I thought Aang was gonna discover gravity bending. Mm. And I thought that was gonna be really baller, but yeah. energy like bending was bending. a little bit more for the story. I'm just saying.
2: Um And the do stop guy. by rate and review us. That that kind of stuff uh it is is little known, but it does actually help us. Uh reviews uh show others that people are listening and they like it. It's good stuff. We do this for you! Um <laughs> Do consider joining the nerd on nation like i said at the top helps us grow helps us create more content because that's what we really like to do we love creating content for everybody at home uh all the members of the nerd on nation all that stuff but um we heart you hope you're well you know the drill as always
1: nerd on, nerd on.
2: Broadcast.